0: Namaskar! Apologies for the slight delay in starting. The fault is all mine, and uh, now everything is sorted out. We are going to start now. But first off, before we bring our guest of the evening, Shaker Ayersji, I would like to welcome all our new members, and and there are a lot of members today signing up. So you can see the names scrolling. We may have acknowledged you in the previous hangout, but it's okay. We would love to come, you have you acknowledge you again. So thank you all, and please do keep. Joining members because we are going to start having some specific things uh, that will be targeted at members. So please do keep joining us. Also like this video as of right now. Shakerji, Shekar- you know, is an ultimate truth specialist, and he says everything just the right amount of touch in his own inimitable way. Let's welcome Shakerji. Shakerji, namaskar and welcome to P Guru's channel.
1: Namaskar, Ji. Greetings to all your viewers. Thank you very much,
0: Ji, The Niti Aayog meeting just ended, I think, and eight chief ministers decided to skip. So, are they willing to cut off their own leg so that that would look like they are spiting the uh, BJP government, sir? What kind of madness is this? They'll be they'll be in Langada for the rest of their lives,
1: sir. I think the figure has gone up. It is not eight. It is now eleven chief ministers. And uh, many of them have given reasons, you know, uh, uh, one wonders, you know, how seriously they take the issue of governance, because this uh, was a meeting of the governing council. Now, governing council consists of these chief ministers. It is headed by the prime minister. There are uh, union ministers also on board. And this happens once in a year. And they take up all the issues uh, relating to governance, development of backward districts, poverty removal programs, women empowerment, all the issues that, you know, are debated, uh, you know, across about the way in which India can grow faster. I mean, this is done and uh, there is no politics actually. They they discuss, you know, basically hardcore uh, economic issues and ways to overcome it, particularly in tackling the challenges uh, that India faces as a country. And in fact, today's... uh, uh, session was devoted to health, skill development, women empowerment, infrastructure development. These are all, you know, very live and current issues. And, and the whole idea was to work out a 25-year plan. That is, by the time India is you know to, uh, the completes another next 100 years, that is, by 2047, that is when India turns 100, you know, uh, wh- wh- where we should be. If we had to be where we should be and what we should be doing right away from now. So this was a very important meeting. And incidentally, the, the preparatory work started in January where chief secretaries of all the state governments have called to Delhi. And there was intense discussions as to the agenda, as to way forward. You know, a lot of background work went. But what do you see today? Today, the Nitish Kumar, you know, first writes to the PM saying he's too busy. And busy with what? Today, he went to Hyderabad to meet K. K. Chandrasekhar Rao. And K. Sandhya you know, has made it a policy not to meet the Prime Minister or attend any meetings of the Prime Minister, anything chaired by the Prime Minister. What does Babita say? Babita says she is also too busy, I don't know with what, and she wants to send a finance minister. Obviously, this is a meeting where, you know, it is, uh, those, the chief minister themselves participate. They don't take, depute anybody unless, of course, Rajasthan chief minister Ashok Ghaled reported sick. But uh, among the Congress Chief Ministers, there were two Congress Chief Ministers. You had uh, Chathisgarh Chief Minister Bhupesh Bhagel and Imachal Chief Minister Supinder Singh Sukku was there. I mean, these are the saving graces as far as opposition is concerned. But it's very shocking, you know, you didn't have a Chief, a chief Minister from Tamil Nadu because Tamil Nadu Chief Minister is busy, uh, as claimed officially, promoting investment uh, in Japan and Singapore, where he will also undergo probably uh, medical checkup. And then uh, Kerala CM did not offer any reason. We didn't hear anything official from the Kerala CM as to why he didn't think it fit to attend. So throughout the year, these very chief ministers go on complaining. They don't get enough funds for the project. Their pleas are not heard. And when there is an occasion, they think of all the political reasons. And we are seeing a season of boycott or what is called a cancel culture. At the moment when I'm uh, speaking to our viewers, Prime Minister is meeting the Adinams who have all landed from Tamil Nadu. And right now he has been addressing them. And uh, before I joined you, I heard him say that how important and how he feels very happy. All the Adinams have come and they are going to bring to life the ancient Tamil uh, tradition. And he finds it that, I mean, we have corrected the mistake of the last uh, 75 years. When And he, Prime Minister, too has the same question that the uh, Shri Iyerji, you have asked a number of times in the last two, three days, how did a uh, Sengol become a walking stick? As Prime Minister just now said, Sengol kaise chadi bana, Matlab, how did it become a walking stick of Nehru? So, you know, this is a, today a day of so many developments, particularly on the eve of opening of the new parliament building. But unfortunately, you know, what we are seeing is, they did attend it okay, they had problems with new parliament building, which also I don't know how they are going to justify. They are just losing those moments of history because of, you know, hatred and politics. Because, you know, there was no valid reason given by Mamata and Nitish Kumar, first he wanted to depute somebody else because he was busy, you know, uh, meeting somebody else. Now, this is the kind of thing we are seeing. Very unfortunate. Of course, Arvind Kejriwal and Punjab Chief Minister. Because Arvind Kejriwal asked Punjab CM Chief Minister not to go, so Arvind Kejriwal says, "What is that to go and discuss there when they are depriving us of our, you know, r- rights under cooperative federalism even after the Supreme Court verdict?" So you are seeing all kinds of reasons being given, and uh, which is, uh, of course, Kejriwal had the decency to, you know, go and uh, present at least—I uh, mean, write a letter to PM. But in case of others, I think this is. Uh, I mean, this is something which is, of course, the Nithi Aayog CEO, BVR Subramanya, who later briefed on the proceeding, said, look, we are center, will look after all the states, never matter whether they attend or do not attend. But it is loss for those who did not participate because they could have given inputs. See, all the time they blame center saying you are pushing down the throat of whatever you have conceived, you don't involve us in planning and execution. But here was an opportunity because after this, lot of work will go on and uh, things will be done.
0: Thank you so much, sir. And I'm I'm trying to. Uh, I, we just showed you viewers uh, the uh, the single being transferred to Modi ji, and and this is what was enacted in 1947, and and we are uh, lucky that we were actually able to get a copyright free video. This is somebody to be shared, something to be shared as a matter of pride for everybody. So we we are happy that we are able to show that to you. Um, this, This joke about going and meeting that Chief Minister, this Chief Minister, Shekharji, this is utter nonsense and it's a waste of taxpayer money. So one other thing that these people are not understanding after GST has come, the finance minister at the state level really doesn't have a job. See, once they integrate those two remaining things, petrol and liquor into GST, right, whatever little tamasha and harakiri that these guys can do. For example, I think uh, uh, petrol used to cost less in Karnataka than the adjoining uh, Bengal, uh, Andhra and uh, Tamil Nadu. Uh, of course, now these guys will find a way to raise that also. See, the, the, These things also will go away. There is no need to have state governments in about five years time in my opinion, Shekharji. India can go back to governing itself using its districts and district collectors. You don't need all these tamasha villains. These are clowns. Clowns and, and they don't need, they don't deserve to be having chief ministership. There is no need for that. That's my two, two cents, sir. Let us go on to the next topic. This new sir, I, I want away. to.
1: Yeah, KCR, KCR says he had to, he, I mean, if meeting Kjrival is more important than attending an EPIO. I mean, i mean
0: look at that uh, attitude you know i mean this is Sir, really mai mai aapko hyderabad mein bolta hu shekhar ji mai aapko hyderabadi mein bolta hu ye log haule hai bhai inko dimagich nahi hai dimagich nahi hai kuch bhi kar lete kuch bhi bak lete koi ja ke kis se mil leta kuch kaam nahi dhanda nahi kya baat hai kya kya kha lega usko usse milne ka kya hyderabadi dakni क्या, क्या, क्या बच्छा बच्छा बच्छा
1: बच्छा बच्छा anyway, anyway, I mean, K. J. has reasons to go here and there, you know, beg for support. But why should KCR, I mean, KCR has, and sir, point is, still, you know, whether they like it or not, they have to accept Prime Minister Modi is in office. BJP government is in office till the next elections, and who knows what will happen after that. But till then, you have to be doing the business of governance. You know your politics remains, but how can you, you know, take recourse to this kind of cancel culture? Not attend meetings. You won't go for any of the chief ministers' conferences. You will not go for anything, and throughout the year, you will be on the keep on be that you know I don't get enough money. I don't, sir. You mentioned about GST. Sir, Karnataka today, they inducted 24 ministers and portfolios have not been declared officially, but whatever list is available, that shows that Siddharamaya is squeezing everybody who is not in his camp. And already the problem is that implementation of the five promises now is going to take place. It's going to get effect only the next cabinet meeting, the first cabinet meeting because Rahul Gandhi wanted. So they announced. In principle, this is going to be implemented. Now, next will be on principle in the sense how it will be implemented. So, like this, they are buying time because there is no money. And already I am hearing what to raise and how to raise funds because this is 60,000 crores. So, they don't know what to do. So, what they are doing is they are, uh, you know, they are thinking of increasing, uh, you know, uh, the petrol, uh, petrol prices. Somebody has given a suggestion, if you increase it by 5 rupees per liter, you can probably somewhat make up for that 60,000 crore burden because of the promises. uh, And there is also a talk in uh, Karnataka about raising property tax. Because the BJP government brought down the property tax in Karnataka because registration of new flats were not happening because of property tax were considered a big hurdle. Now again, the talk is coming. After the BJP government reduced the taxes, registration of new property went up. Now, you know, you make promises, now you realize you can't implement it and I can see trouble brewing in uh, Karnataka. I mean, of course, Chidra had a good reason today not come because he was busy with the cabinet expansion. But, uh, Sir, you know, for other... I, I want to show stores, you,
0: I want to show you, I want to show you the list of people who are now in the cabinet. The thing is, these people are saying they are, they are secular, right? Every person's caste is also mentioned in that letter, AICC letter. Can we have that uh, Venugopal letter, please? We'll we'll put it up. We'll continue talking. We we displayed it in a different show, but we're going to bring it up again because viewers need to know the amount of uh, appeasement that is going on. These guys are nothing but dyed-in-the-wool hypocrites. Please go ahead, sir.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, this kind of list, listing the caste, also the region, and all and, and there is a direction, you know, from the party to the chief minister. Because last letter, you know, last time there were eight names, and it was signed by K. C. Venugopal, just as this letter is also, and asking the Siddharamaya to ensure this is carried out. I mean, you can see how it is uh, being done. I mean, directly party directing the chief minister. You take all these people, which is uh, which is actually a. Uh, uh, very, uh, I mean, I would say, I mean, this is not, okay, You, the high command played a role because of the 24 who were inducted. With that, the whole thing is complete. Seven uh, belong to, uh, 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 I believe some people are saying seven belong to DK and uh, uh, seven belong to Sudaramaya, but whatever it is, six, six, even if you take, rest are all high command uh, nomination and one person is either an MLA or an MLC. That is Boss Raju. He is not MLC, but he because he has been taken in because he is from Raichur and he is very close to AICC people. He has probably come under AICC quota. And also sir, the list that is being talked about, that list that in Kerala, sir, when Congress was ruling and when two stalwarts were, uh, you know, calling shots, one was A.K. Antony, other was Karuna Karan. Similarly, you had a Karuna Karan group and an Antony group. And ministers would be picked on that basis, you know, so many ministers to Antony, so many ministers. But what I gather, sir, already DK Shukumar and his ministries are very unhappy because the energy portfolio, the creamy energy portfolio, which many thought would be going to DK Shukumar, I believe is now going to K. George. KJ George. And KJ George, you know, is very close to Tenjanpat, who is one of the fund managers for Tenjanpat as well as for the party. So I think the allocations are directly proportional to the individual minister's capacity to, you know, uh, in fund extraction or fund generation.
0: <laughs> so, uh, sir, I, I, can you put up the picture again, please, uh, of the portfolios? See the amount of divisiveness being being displayed. Among Lingayats, there is so many different varieties. Veera Shaiva, uh, Banjiga Veera Shaiva Lingayat, Reddy Lingayat, Panchamashali Lingayat, Sadar Lingayat, and then Panchamashali Lingayat. Ban- ba- Adi Banjiga I, My head is spinning, sir. We are all. I mean, the, we are all Indians first. What? And, uh, you know why, why? are you doing this? These guys sir, have decided. Go ahead,
1: sir. Sir, we are Indians first. But then, if I don't manage this caste and combination, how do I remain even a chief minister for a day? And uh, and they are pr- 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 proudly, you know, thumping their uh, each other's back, saying this is a great balancing work done by the Congress High Command, all communities included, all caste included, you know, they, they are actually very happy about it. The very fact they are mentioning the caste is also to satisfy, uh, send a message across to the other party workers at large, you know, we have taken care of each of them. And still date, sir, nobody has a clue as to how the promises are going to be implemented. Already, you know, people are refusing to pay electricity dues. They are saying, what bill? It is all going to be waived. People are not paying, buying ticket on buses, having quarrels with the conductors. I mean, you are gradually seeing a situation and now there is a talk women of only Karnataka will get, that means women, non-Karnataka women should not get, all kinds of, you know, uh, I mean, somehow, you know, you have made the promise, you do not know. So, the, what is going to happen is, generally it is said, you know, those who are quick to promise are slow to deliver. I think that is going to be the case in Karnataka. But anyway, they'll have to do something before the Lok Sabha elections, at least. But before then, I am told, sir, another two-three months are going to be very crucial for, you know, the stability of the Siddaramaiah government because there is a lot of rumbling. That is why the list of uh, official list of allocation of portfolios is not yet out, as we are speaking now.
0: You know, um, D.K. Shivkumar is a party faithful. The man underwrote the entire Bharat Jodo Yatra. Right and and he made sure that Rahul Gandhi's needs were met. I'm saying that very guardedly, and uh, and this is from where from Kanyakumari it went all the way up to Kashmir, and it is believed that he alone underwrote the entire thing. Others are just chipping in. They are just you know making appearances and running away, and this is how he gets rewarded. They should also look at that. What more does D.K. Shokumar have to do to get that coveted chief minister's post? I mean, p- people like DK Shukumar, Sachin Pilot, who is who I'm trying to decide. Is DKS the Sachin pilot of Karnataka? Or if Sachin pilot the DKS of Rajasthan? Anyway, this is this is not going to be auguring well. At the same time, I know for a fact many of the cases are in an advanced stage against DK Shukumar. Sidramaya cleverly doesn't have anything against his name yet. I have not seen. See, P. Kurus publishes all these things, so I know you guys go to PGurus.com and look for dk shivkumar and see how many stories come up about all the different uh, investigations going on of course the modi government will not do it as per the time it will do it as per their time of choosing which is to draw maximum political mileage which they did not do in this election in my opinion and and so this is just oh, i i have grump i have grouses with both sides bjp should be letting their ed cbi it guys do their job because right now, in my opinion, not only is the centre, not only is the state, not only are the states, but the centre also is short-changed. They don't have enough money. Because, sir, they yeah, are building roads left, right, and centre. That takes money, and that is not budgeted. So, where is that money coming from? Do you have any idea, Shekharji? Uh, I
1: mean, you are talking of the central projects. Are you talking of central the state project, projects?
0: Central projects. Border. Border. No, border, border fencing. Border border roads, like they they just and these have to be done. No to, no questions asked. You have to do it today. Exactly. Otherwise, your country is gone.
1: No, it, so there it is... must be. It must be acknowledged and said to the credit of the Modi government. You know these are the things they have taken up it as a priority, not from twenty nineteen. In fact, from twenty fourteen onwards. That's yes, why yes. you have seen that there has been a quantum jump. You know in tackling these issues and the kind of the infrastructure development. And only last year he announced one hundred. Uh, Lacrore, you know, Gati Shakti project where, you know, to deal with all these issues or, you know, funds should not be a problem. That's something that the Prime Minister has been saying meeting after meeting. So, therefore, in terms of allocation of funds, it is there. But when you are going to get, get down to this, you know, the promises just to win elections, if the states are going to do, ultimately, you know, in a couple of months, they will say that Karnataka will start saying, you know, Modi is not giving, so I'm not able to implement so that ensure that the anger of the people is directed there. And they can again re- benefit in the next local elections. So this is the game that's going to be played. And every election, the pressure is mounting, you know, that you win elections, say some promises, implement half or don't implement half the other, keep it for some, some other uh, towards the end of election. That means you can wait for next five years. So ultimately, people will realize, sir, and they will have to wake up from this this uh, freebie trap. I say trap because once the vote are taken for next five years, they can't do a thing.
0: Also, so, um, viewers, I just want to explain one thing. Uh, this is the best of my knowledge and Shekharji can uh, rebut me or uh, compliment what my data is. My data is that remember as soon as Prime Minister Modi came to power, one of the first things he did was to visit Japan. And I think that time Abe was the Prime Minister. And I think that the deal they struck was that Japan would fund India's growth. They already had figured out that China was having all these aggressive plans. And the amount of money that India got from China from Japan as loans at very low interest rates, 0 to 0.5%, is $72 billion. billion plus there is an exchange facility where there is a drawdown you can do in case you want to go and take some money at a a stretch. And To give you an idea, the cost of the bullet train from Ahmedabad to Mumbai is I think $3 billion. That also is being financed by Japan. Not only are they financing the technology, they are also financing the, the cost of that. So there is a few things like that but that was the big money that India got as far as I know. I don't think India has borrowed money from everybody else.
1: Yeah, so your thoughts. Yeah, but you see, you give a good example of bullet train, but what happened? Japan was willing to give the money, but because of a change of government in Maharashtra, because Udav Thakare became chief minister, the land acquisition came to a standstill. Even the acquired land were not notified. And uh, because they didn't want to do anything, which, uh, and so what happened was you had a, a lopsided kind of work, when work should have continued simultaneously both on the Gujarat side. As well as on the Maharashtra side, what you found, Gujarat was going ahead with the land acquisition and you know other procedures for even stations have started coming up in Gujarat. Now with the change of government, that was one good reason why uh, BJP was keen that Uddhav Thackeray was pulled down with Eknath Shinde and uh, Devendra Pandavis government. Land acquisition work has again started. Those land which were not notified have been notified. That it's going going to this is delayed the project. Look, I mean, look at the tragedy, sir. Funds were available. You could have completed on time. The new technology would have, you know, further spawned. More ancillary industries, given jobs to so many people. It got delayed. Because this is our problem, sir. Whenever you want to bring anything, see, I remember a debate when Metro skip. The first Metro came up in Delhi. Same questions, you know, why do you need new coaches of Metro's? Why do you need the, the latest technology? We can manage with this. What is I mean? This is our problem. Similarly, questions are asked: Why do we need a bullet trade? Why even same thing? Why do you need a speed? Uh, sir, these things they don't understand. The speed, how it promotes growth, how it you know creates new avenues for uh, the new industries to come, new skill development. All that people are in. I mean, I mean the politics of it is you know in the name of the poor. All they are interested is. Do the same thing again and again. Keep giving dolls. Keep giving talk the same narrative which you which has led us nowhere. You know, talk about OBC this that and point is sir, everybody needs to move forward in life as individuals, as collective, and as a community.
0: And Shekhar, then you, Shaker Shakerji, just just one thought, and then you can continue, sir. You know, as far as I can remember, on the metro lines that are crisscrossing Delhi today. You know what it has done? It has helped the traffic a lot. Traffic moves much more smoother and except for one line, which is probably not doing that well, which is the line from one of the airport terminals, international airport terminal, I think to the New Delhi uh, parliament uh, building that except for that line, every other line you travel on Metro, you will see I have done it myself. It is full standing room only full. It is that full. People are not mindful of the fact that it is a little bit more expensive because it's air conditioned coaches, but people still are traveling. It's full. So this is a great, great productivity enhancer, especially if you want to make a meeting on time. For anybody, Sekarji, in Delhi, you are you you live in the outskirts and you want to make a meeting on time. The best way to go to your time is by using a metro. Don't even think about any other way. You cannot make it on time because the way vagaries of traffic. So, this is th- th- these are all just stupid people who want to somehow, you know, try and point something here. They're just complaining for complaint's sake. That's how I see it. Sir, please go ahead.
1: Yeah, definitely metro has helped curbing pollution. So, that's a very yes, big problem yes. in Delhi. You know, you have seen when winter months come how people suffer. So, that has helped and also reduced traffic uh, on the streets. The smart people do take metro. And you mentioned about airport line. The latest I get is it has picked up because, uh, you know, after the Delhi Metro Corporation took over the airport line and they have made it now people, you know, other than those who are going to the airport, it, because it connects up to Dwarka from Rajiv Gandhi Chowk or Corot Place up to the Dwarka. So, a lot of people are using that. And, uh, you know, at least uh, Air India has, uh, you know, they collect your luggage at the uh, New Delhi Station as well as at Shivaji, uh, Shivaji Stadium uh, Station. So you don't have to take your luggage all the way, you know, you can check it at the station, railway station itself. So I mean, this has changed. So uh, what is happening is, and now you're going to have the delhi deliberate high speed network also, which we discussed last time. This is going to bring Western UP more closer to the capital and cut time on road travel. Now at least a meeting like uh, niti ayog you know where you know these are discussed issue they can states can come with ideas you know they can genuinely contribute to the formulation of policies but somehow i think they have decided to take holiday from governance and focus only on politics and a lot of this so called moves for opposition unity you know and atish kumar acts as if he is already freed from the chief minister's job all that he has to do is go on cover to all the state capitals and meet politicians and, sir, have you seen that video released uh, which shows how Navin Patnaik treated Nitish Kumar? Naveen no, Patnaik? I didn't see that. Yeah. Sir, that video is really, it shows Navin Patnaik uh, means what he says and, uh, <laughs> and says what he means. Because Nitish landed up recalling their old friendship when they were cabinet colleagues in Pachpay's government. And when Nitish landed with two of his uh, key aides, you know, what is it that uh, Rajiv Lalan Singh? And who is his? I mean, uh, Rajiv Lalan, who is his? Uh, you know, close confidant and uh, and the other person was Sanjay Ja. And uh, when he when he landed up there and entered uh, the David's residence, David wanted to ensure that he uh, that he will only meet uh, Nitish Kumar, not these other people. So he made them wait in the drawing room and took Nitish along inside. And Nitish was very upset because he need these two people to be there. And Naveen ensured that he, Dittish, I mean, Naveen, uh, does not get one-to-one chance. Finally, we see a shot of a dinner meeting, I mean, the lunch meeting, where on the lunch table, you have Ditish Kumar, Naveen Patnaik, and one of the aides of Naveen Patnaik sitting there. Not those two people who had come from Patna to meet him, both Rajiv uh, lalan Singh and uh, Sanjay Jha. I mean, this is hugely humiliating, and after the lunch was over, Naveen came uh, outside and said, we did not discuss politics. There is no question of this opposition unity business. Only David can be so, you know, cut and dry and convey his message. And the video is, uh, it's it's eye opener
0: as to what we heard about that meeting earlier. Yes, indeed, and we touched upon this last week also. So viewers, we are starting Hindi operations from next uh, week. In fact, we are going to have three shows guaranteed per week. So please encourage us, support us, do subscribe to our channel. There in this channel. Every of every two sub, two viewers, one of you have not subscribed yet. That's the numbers. That, that's what the numbers are telling us. So, if you could please subscribe, then we'll be at half a million subscriber mark in no time at all. So, kindly think about subscribing to our channel. Also, like this video because there is still much more to come. Um, I'm going to go a little bit out of the script, sir. Let's talk about Jay role in Delhi politics, and then I'll go to the go-to of the script. Please go ahead, sir.
1: Well, sir, uh, you know, we have been watching Jay Shankar for some time, you know, the diplomat turned uh, politician, diplomat turned foreign minister. Of course, he has been doing fantastic work, phenomenal work, you know, being the link man between the prime minister and some of the heads of state of different countries. And uh, along with the uh, national security advisor, uh, you know, uh, yeah, they have been doing uh, furthering India's strategic interest, diplomatic interest. You have seen Jayshankar travel at meet up with uh, people in Washington, Moscow, Tokyo, you know, a lot of things are happening on the, I mean, they are the things we get to know much later, but a lot of groundwork is done. Of course, Jayashankar being a professional diplomat, this was not difficulty. Similarly, you have had Ajit Doval as NSA, who has also been doing a, a bit of traveling and uh, preparatory work. But I find, sir, a big change in the way Jayshankar has been, you know, uh, getting more and more political assignments in the sense, uh, Prime Minister he is uh, he is elected to the upper house uh, from Gujarat, and Modi ensured that Jay Shankar travels frequently to Gujarat, and the first time you are seeing an issue like foreign policy being explained to party leaders, and Prime Minister has been encouraging Jay Shankar to meet you know, not just uh, the party people from different states, but also across you know walk of life, so that the foreign policy is not treated as some. Mumbo-jumbo that only, you know, people who call themselves strategy experts sit and discuss. But rather, something that people should understand, what, what, what does India want? How is India emerging as a power? How is India dealing with other countries? Why trade and economic issues play in equal importance like strategic issues? Unlike earlier, you know, it was limited to few journalists who pride themselves as, you know, the only people who know about foreign policy and treat all other, uh, even other journalists. You know, they think that they do not do anything. But we are seeing a change even the subject being handled. And now I find Jai Shankar was sent to Karnataka also to address some close meetings of some thinking class people to you know, explain what is the role of the modi government in, you know, sorting out issues, various trouble spots, how we are doing. And latest is, sir, Jai Shankar has been given a charge of BJP work in Delhi. In fact, he, along with uh, former Gujarat CM Rupani, has been asked to do work in Delhi in the sense, you know, they are going to start a program in all states, the nine years of Modi government, what are its achievements, what were the initial goals, how those goals have expanded, what kind of work has happened on the ground. Now, Jayesh will be talking to people in Delhi in the sense, they'll have meetings across Delhi. So, you are seeing that Prime Minister expects... Those who are brought into his government, you know, in the category of technocrats or experts or domain experts, they are also asked to do political work in the sense they have to consider themselves as political workers. You know, political worker first and then they are domain expert. I mean, because normally what has happened, sir, VP Singh had Dr. Raja Ramana, he had uh, uh, NGK Menon, but they were not asked to do any political work because they were considered they would... Be busy with nuclear program or with science and technology because they are the domain experts from there. But both these approaches, you can be a domain expert, but at the same time, you will have to expand your role. And I can see how Jay Shankar, the way he has been answering questions, you know, in his interactions, and even, you know, he even abroad, you can see that the politician in him is now overtaking the diplomat in him. Of course, he strolled for, for his very straight talk. Some people who don't like him at all. Uh, in India, in Delhi particularly, they think you know, uh, that uh, you know, because they, they, there was an impression among those uh, class of people who, who retired from the foreign service or journalists who, you know, who thought they were more than journalists and they thought they were shaping India's foreign policy. Now today, you find things are different because Modi has set goals and he wants things to be implemented because he leaves the implementation to people like uh, Jai Shankar and Doval. And now, giving political work, you know, to Jay Shankar, you know, in a city uh, like Delhi, Delhi has seven Lok Sabha seats. Last time they won all the seven Lok Sabha seats, and this time they want to. I mean, it's because of half uh, winning uh, both the assembly election and as well as the municipal elections, they see a challenge for the BJP whether it can retain all the seven Lok Sabha seats. But nevertheless, we have to take note of the fact that whether it is Nirmala Raman as finance minister or Jay Shankar, they, they, there is. Uh, a requirement that, you know, they have to expand their political, uh, you know, persona on which both we have seen Nirmala doing it, now Jay Shankar, you know, he's also, and I, I sometimes at the way he delivers speeches and one wonders, where was this politician all along in Jai Shankar? Was it waiting to be tapped by our Prime Minister?
0: Very true, very true. Um, thank you for that. And let's take a quick look at what is happening in Tamil Nadu. I don't know if you have the latest update. The income tax raids have been taking place at Benami properties of Sindhil Balaji, who is supposedly the chief minister right now, uh, acting chief minister, although there is no official order to that effect. But this is what is happening. Um, any update on that? Because I have some update, but I wanted you to kind of give us an update on where things stand there.
1: Sir, uh, last two days, we have seen some physical uh, you know, obstruction to IT official, officials. Some of them were hounded. Uh, by the uh, kit and kin of uh, sir, 4 Balaji. are in
0: ICU sir 4 are yes. in ICU
1: and uh, then I think more forces were deployed so you can see that uh, you know wherever uh, forces were available particularly Central Power Ability Forces efforts, they have been deployed and the message has gone home that uh, the center will not take it like down because earlier we had seen a similar situation in West Bengal where you know they had even got out the local uh, CBA office in Kolkata then Kolkata High Court intervened and told them uh, that the uh, court would not uh, be silent to any siege of uh, offices that of the CBI. That happened in Bengal. Now we are seeing uh, Sentil Balaji true to his reputation, you know, as a, a toughy. We have seen what his people are doing. But I think the ED raids will continue. And that, now that the Apex court has cleared, the, you know, um, that the ED can go ahead and investigate. But this, this is a bit of a... Uh, bad news for the first family of uh Tamil Nadu, sir because there there are some links to you know four square G square and uh you know all kinds of squares uh, with central balaji's operation so you can see that uh they are worried you know what is going to lead to what in the next uh, few months but i think uh, it's a it's a it's a new chapter in Tamil nadu politics i would say because senthil balaji has emerged as a Though he came from ADMK, he became very close to the family and he has been, uh, you know, uh, Sinosher of many DMK leaders who got edged out, who are very upset. You know, there is an internal resistance to Santil Balaji. How did this man rise to such a prominence, close to the Stalin family, to the close to all those who are, uh, you know, who control the purse strings or who, or who have the purse strings rather, rather than controlling purse strings. So, you can see that within the DMK circles, people are talking in whisper. Is it the beginning of the end? For such people, You know, questions are being asked. So uh, Then what will happen to the other equations that have developed between Sindhil Balaji and the uh, first family and uh, other equations because Sindhil Balaji made his reputation with the infamous sand mining. I mean, he was considered a sand mining baron to begin with and subsequently rose up the ladder of uh, politician, contractor, nexus in Tamil Nadu. So, this particular thing, I think, they, they tried all legal routes to stop uh, ED inquiry, but now that it has began, so they tried the physical obstructionist route, but that has, is leading to very grave consequences for them.
0: Um, Shekharji, one more thing I want to attach. Today's news on pgurus.com. ED has attached 36 crores assets, bank deposits of udaynidhi stalin foundation under pmla this is a serious serious offense this is udaynidhi stalin foundation we don't know how much you can't have a name like like that and not have the family involved so this is going to be not good news for them so that is one other thing that probably is uh, uh, you know making them very nervous so we have this situation where sendil balaji has emerged looks like the biggest money getter for the dmk family and therefore, he has clearly risen in the ranks. And, and this also could be a challenge because if he is caught, these guys are also in trouble. That's what I think. See, you can add on this. And afterwards, if you had anything to add on, Niti, please feel free to continue, sir. I think I rudely cut you off. I'm so sorry about that. So go ahead, sir.
1: No, sir. We have broadly touched upon uh, all that I wanted to add was the prime minister, you know, in his. Uh, in his interactions with the chief ministers today, again, emphasized on fiscal discipline. Again, he emphasized on the need to, you know, push uh, the particularly the aspirational districts program, you know, where the hundred odd districts which are extremely backward despite, you know, so many years since independence. So the, the thrust has been that see that these districts are provided in a, in a, in a, on a speed route for basic facilities, schools, better co- colleges, better healthcare, drinking water facilities better irrigation facilities so that, that's and along with the uh, aspirational district program there is also what is called aspirational block programs so some of the blocks in many districts are extremely backward where poverty you know programs have not given adequate result now those the, the things which the prime minister wanted to be given a good thrust good speedy push i think that, that's that's the point that i wanted to add as far as uh, you know niti ayog programs and uh, and also, there was other thing which Prime Minister, uh, I think, wanted the states to act was uh, what is called the Operation Shri Anna, you know, promoting promotion of water, uh, I mean, promotion of millets, you know, the both the uh, cultivation of millets and p- popularizing millet as a stable food, because this is the one way you can tackle water conservation efforts and encourage agriculture, which is not heavily dependent on, on water resources. So, these are the, some of the things. And... Prime Minister kept talking about what is called the data-driven governance so that you can, at a real-time basis, monitor the projects that are taking place. You can know for sure because the time is an important factor, not that some project is you know, launched with much funfair and those who have launched it are not aware of what is happening on the ground, what is the scale of progress. So these are the some points that the Prime Minister emphasized. In a day or two, Niti Ayog will come out with more detailed uh, you know, uh, uh, conclusion points and share it with all states.
0: Well, that brings us to a close of our talk. We can now take some questions. Rahul Rathod wants to know, opposition claims democracy is under threat but they constantly assaulting democracy by boycotting everything that is in national interest. They are finishing cooperative federalism. Your thoughts, sir? Sir,
1: new parliament building, you know, I mean, this is something they could have attended. I mean, they could have registered their protest or whatever they wanted to, but joined in the participation. Now, already, sir, many Congress leaders are feeling that they made a mistake. I'm seeing articles by some people who are considered close to leadership saying, look, you know, PM could have invited us in a better way, but then we could have also gone. You had Omar Abdullah saying, this is the finest building that's coming up. Looks like it's a nice place. So already, you know, there is a feeling that, by taking on Modi on this issue, they, they are keeping themselves out of the uh, uh, moment in history. You know, after all, the parliament will start functioning, the budget session. Will they stay out because it is uh, being launched by uh, Prime Minister Modi? And all this debate about, you know, president should have been called, you know, you have seen that there is no regular pattern only president has done even during their period. And sir, some of the questions that were asked have left Congress without meaning. Why did Karunanidhi invite uh, sonia gandhi and manmohan singh to inaugurate tamil nadu assembly building which Jayalitha promptly converted into hospital when she came back to power 2010 it was that, then it was reconverted into multi specialty uh, hospital though we have heard you know that's not a fit building for the fact is today it's a multi specialty hospital and Jayalitha took back the assembly to the old building inside fort st george so this is what instance. and what about a ch- foundation stone for Chattisgarh assembly building that was laid by Sonia Gandhi. Why you didn't invite uh, the president? And what about the Telangana assembly was inaugurated by KCR himself. He did not care to call the constitutional head, Tamil Sai Saundur Rajan, who is the governor of Telangana. And similarly in Jharkhand, it was Hemant Soren, chief minister himself, who laid the foundation stone. So, so there are, I mean, we have instances where this is there is no particular protocol. As to make a big deal about protocol. So I think there is a lot of sense of, you know, missing the bus. I mean, literally missing the bus because this is, this is an occasion where they could have joined, they could have participated. Yes, they made the point, you know, after saying that they should have gone, you know, that would have enhanced their status. But on the other hand, I feel they have fallen into a trap. Trap in the sense BJP has been, you know, using the opportunity to say, look, anything good happening, these people are against. And a friend of mine, sir, a journalist friend of mine made an interesting comment. He thinks the new parliament building is actually the most vastu compliant structure. I said, why? He said, it is already keeping out the negative forces. They don't want to enter.
0: <laughs> so true. So true. Mr. Barani Chandra has a question. Sir, shouldn't Modi use some form of power play and get Manmohan Singh, the previous PM, to attend the function and get the Sengol from him? It could be a watershed moment for Congress.
1: Well, uh, he is getting the Sengol. I mean, today also, there was, a, as we uh, you also showed, uh, how the, he has been attracted with Madhiram. Some Adhirams have brought more Sengols to hand over to Of course, the particular Sengol will be handed over tomorrow with full funfair, with, with all religious rites, with uh, chants from the uh, from the Thirumurais, you know, particularly. And uh, this Sengol was specifically handed to Nehru with the same chants. So you will see the same thing happening tomorrow, which is around 8:30 p.m. 8:30 a.m. Indian Standard Time. So that is there. And uh Manmur Singh, I do not know. I think I don't think he's in a in great shape for him to even attend the function because he has not been seen in public for some time. So I do not know about that. But definitely the, the defense that Congress had tried to offer, you know, first they thought they'll go on offensive and saying that this is all bogus and things like that. And then saying that, look, it might have been offered with that intention, but Nehru did not receive it with that intention, that Congress is confirming why it became a walking stick. I mean, mean, this is all coming out now, but only question people are asking it, it turned into a walking stick, is it because of the Nandi, is it because of the Mahalakshmi, or is it it was said with all chance, what if something used by Emperor Akbar had been given to Nehru would it have become a walking stick? What if some Pope had presented him something? The way, way the Archbishop of England, you know, gave a lot of gifts uh, as part of the coronation ceremony of King Charles third. I mean, what if something had been given, if it was lying somewhere? How would our friends who think that they would have taken as greatest affront to secularism? And one can see that, the you know, the whole, the, the revulsion that they show today and, uh, you know, the restoration of Senghala is largely because of this. Because they still, you know, they keep on saying Indian tradition. Don't talk of Hindu tradition. Say Hindu, Indian tradition. In fact, that was considered even by, uh, you know, I have heard uh, Mohan moment also saying, look, if you have problems saying Hindu tradition, no problem. We are willing to say Bharathiyata. But that Bharathiyata has Hinduta. I mean, you cannot you take away the Hinduness. I don't want to use the word Hindutva, I would say the hindunas from any Bharatiya tradition. So, similarly, I think the lot of this resistance because the Sengal somehow, you know, reminds them more of the ancient Shaivite practices and things like that rather than, yeah, but and, and they are giving, going back to the argument, I saw Sitara Mitchell saying, are we going back to Raja and, you know, Raja and Praja and all that. It was not meant to anyway, you know, give some institutionalization of, I mean, trying to institute a, uh, a, a monarchy or a democratic setup or things like that. It was not anything like that. Rather, it was to convey the responsibility of the people who have become the new rulers in a democratic republic, India. So, the idea is, as the Nandi stands for fairness, it stands for, you know, whoever is the ruler, in this case, the government. Who heads the government in this case, the prime minister, keeps in mind the system of fair play, fair justice, care for the poor. So that was the basic message. It was symbolism, and our country is full of symbolism. I mean, there was nothing to feel bad about it. But somehow, I can sense from the way the Congress is even reacting today. I can sense from the way one grandson of Mahatma Gandhi reacted, like rajmohan Gandhi says, I don't remember Rajaji ever mentioning. Whereas the other great grandson of Rajaji, C. R. Kesavan. Who joined BJP recently from the Congress? He is very happy, you know. Rajaji is has been remembered by this. So you can see they are trying to somehow see, you know uh, see that this doesn't get a uh, you know lot of prominence.
0: So so this just this just goes to say there are many flavors of truth.
1: <laughs> yes, there is one. Uh, as they say, you know, there is one absolute truth, and there are relative truths. <laughs>
0: Ajay Nagendra thank you ajay uh, why can't niti aayog draft policies for state government against freebies i heard that fm has directed that they can't borrow more than 3% of state gdp
1: sir how can niti aayog come with a policy saying that you know you encourage freebies because niti aayog can only set out policies that you know function within a fiscal discipline a function within utilizing the available resources to the best extent possible. Basically, it means getting the best value for money. If some state government wishes to proceed on a particular schemes which they think is welfareism, is locally meant for the people, they are fine to do it. But at the same time, they'll have to explain the resources, look for the resources or if they want to use whatever they get from the center, fine, but they will have to make up for the other things. Because they cannot say, you know, you spend as much as you want, then we will. Because that those days of you know squandering money just for the sake of votes may work in one or two elections, but people are going to realize, as they will realize in Karnataka, that you know, I mean, some schemes may work, but you cannot have a scheme like this and then fool the people, you know, and then you take your own sweet time to implement, saying that next elections are five years away. I mean, that's not a, that's not. what I would say, you cannot, you know, fool all the people all the time.
0: Pardu Adi wants to know, is it possible to consider that Kejriwal is exerting pressure on KCR through potential leverage gain from Kavita's involvement in Delhi liquor case?
1: Well, that that, is, that, that was the thing that put, put Kejriwal in trouble. Rather, he feels, you know, that this is the one way he can go around and mobilize support. And, and the reason why there is misgivings in the Congress to support uh, Kejriwal on these ordinance is because they feel, suppose he manages to get support of Congress and everybody, he will utilize this itself as a platform to project himself as the most, uh, you know, uh, most favored uh, opposition leader by all the opposition parties. That is not a room that uh, Congress wants to give him. That is why the resistance. So you can see the resistance on two accounts. Though they may feel that Setra has overacted on that issue, on the ordinance issue, trying to nullify the Supreme Court verdict. Uh, but there is also a fear that K- because the trust quotient between K.J. Roll- and other opposition leaders is quite low, sir. Just as between K.J. Roll- even other aap leaders is not great, is not hugely high. Because you have seen, sir, in that uh, Shish Mahal case, some of the documents that were recently shown on Times Now Now no, where, you know, officers are writing official uh, documents saying Madam CM will clear it. I mean, giving, assigning, rather acknowledging a role for Madam CM in uh, rebuilding that CM's residence. Madam CM will decide what tiles to go, what year to go. CM, do you have a Madam CM? That is the spouse of uh, Arvin Kejriwal. I mean, these people came up through a movement against corruption, against, you know, uh, squandering public money. And when you see these things, I mean, one does get very disturbed. Whatever happened to people who are crusaders of anti-corruption movement, how have they come to such a pass?
0: Next question, please. Chaitanya Takle wants to know, how can government stop Christians from taking ST reservations even after conversion?
1: Well, they have already appointed uh, uh, a committee under Balakrishnan, the former Chief Justice of India, to go into this, uh, whether... you know, SC uh, category should be extended to people who have left Hinduism because other religions claim everyone is equal in their religion. The other religions say that, so how can they, and of course, the church groups are very upset that this uh, conversion, I mean, they, they cannot, uh, if they lose the SCST facility, they convert has upset the church plans to, you know, increase its membership or rather its uh, conversion plans have been largely affected by this. Because they can no longer uh, lure people. Of course, the lure that is used is uh, does not apply to jobs. So that is something that has been standing in the way, and uh, there is also resistance from those who are who are getting the benefit today. They feel if you open it up, then there you know in terms of uh, uh, the facility available to all others will come down. I mean for the whole lot. So there is a resistance from the existing scheduled caste and scheduled tribe communities. But in the case of, of course, schedule trial, this problem is not there. But schedule cars, there is a problem.
0: Thank you, sir. Next question, please. Rahul Rathod wants to know, is S. Jai S. Shankar continue as FM if PM comes to power in 2024? As many indicators show, he will win 2024. On your views on slow progress of bullet train, which is getting delayed. We, I think we touched on the bullet train. So yeah, we touched we on can the talk bullet train.
1: You. Well, well uh, Jay Shankar remains a very important... Uh, Uh, person in the Modi scheme of things. And given that the coming months and coming years, India will be engaging with more and more with foreign powers. You have just seen how the G7 summit where Modi interacted with several leaders and uh, the problem of China. And uh, then of course, the deterioration in Europe already Germany has declared recession. You can see the kind of things that's happening elsewhere, where India's role will be very uh, keenly watched and India's I would say involvement sought in, in trying to tackle some of the world crises.
0: Next question, please. Berlin wants to know, Shekhar, sir, Chandrababu Naidu championed for opposition unity and dreamt of becoming kingmaker in 2019. It is Nitish Kumar now. I hope Nitish faces the same fate as that of Chandrababu Naidu.
1: In fact, some people are predicting this, sir. What um, uh, Mr. Berlin has mentioned that Chandrababu Naidu, that in fact, Gidish Kumar is Chandra Bhavan Aidu of 2024. People are already talking about it. And today, Chandra Bhavan Aidu is desperate to return to NDA. He says, I, I have been cursing the day I decided to hold my hands along with Sonia Gandhi in Bangalore, 2018. Then he came out of NDA. I mean, that he had come out of NDA by then, of course. So, you can see that what is this plight. And of course, Chandra Bhavan Aidu, uh, he will be attending... Uh, you know, the, the new parliament building function.
0: Next question, please. Thank you, Berlin. Mr. Modi ji is going to retire in 2027. Dr. Shankar will be 73 by then. Do you think he will take over for the next two years? He's a Tamilian, Tamilian, Tamilian by birth and it will help BJP's growth in Tamil Nadu.
1: No, I, 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 at the moment, nobody is looking at, you know, Modi's retirement. Rather, when Modi chooses to do, it will be entirely his calling and even then there will be pressure from the party as to not let him go so easily. Though there will be a day when Modi will retire. I am sure of that uh, because he would also like to convey that message that he is no clinger for power. Rather, he is not going to cling to any post. There will be a time for that. Of course, that's a little far off because at the moment, I think there is a lot of work to do. That's what the uh, Prime Minister feels. As for Jayshankar's role will be in his domain area, which is foreign policy and strategic areas, that will be there. So who is going to take over next, you know, in the coming years? It's an open question. People are talking of so many leaders. People particularly mention Yogi Adityanath. One does not know what, how the things are evolving, but a lot will depend on the 2024 elections, then the next round of assembly elections, what kind of leadership is thrown, and Nobody thought a few years ago it will be Modi. Nobody knows who it will be next. But there are leaders who are being encouraged. And some leaders are being seen in that light already. I just mentioned Yogi Adityanath.
0: Next question, please. Ask Shekharji. Rohit Ravi wants to know, can you tell about a mob lynching incident in Telangana?
1: I cannot, which particular incident does Rohit have in mind, I do not know.
0: Yeah, we, we we don't know that. And uh, I think at this point of time, uh, I think we are done with all the questions. If we missed out, please excuse us. There is a time limit that we impose on our programs not to exceed one hour. So thank you once again, Shekharji. We'll be back on Wednesday at 10 a.m. to talk to Shekharji. And from next Saturday onwards, Shekharji will be coming at 10 p.m. Not at 9 30 p.m. Please make mark that change. Thank you once again, sir. Please like, share, and subscribe to our Thank channel. You. Don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications. Do follow Shaker on Twitter, Shaker IR9. Do follow me on Twitter, Sri one and P Gurus1 is the name of the channel. Thank you once again, sir, Namaskar.
1: Namaskar.